0: You see it? Yeah, I'm ready. Okay, cool. Welcome to episode 33 of Tim Talk, the podcast by the DC anime universe, co-created by Bruce Tim. I'm Chris Lord. I'm Cameron Dexter. And today we have the return of Hardak. We've got some Maxi Zeus. But before that, Cameron, what is happening in the world of comic book news? I have nothing. I there's been a, a decent
1: amount of stuff pop up this week. Uh, I don't know if you saw this, but um, the new sci-fi show Krypton had its trailer come out. I, for the life of me, could not week. find
0: a link to that that actually worked. Every time I tried to watch it, it was it, dead. It was on so. Vimeo. Of all, that's where I found it. Of all places, the fuck? Why? Because yeah,
1: that's what I feel like. That's what sci-fi would do. I guess they're trying to act more like non-mainstream, so they don't use YouTube. Yeah, that's. A, smart strategy i don't know it's sci-fi they they yeah. don't they don't market don't, things well but
0: i mean i it's i saw positive reactions to it but i haven't watched it would it look good yeah it's um basically the yeah
1: the trailer looked good mm-hmm. um the show sounds interesting because you followed jor and house l before krypton blows up
0: yeah but it's not even jor like isn't it like jor grandfather or something it might be. I don't. I just remember
1: you follow House L. Okay. Yeah. Someone in the comments explained it as Gotham for Superman, which <gasps> terrifies which, me. Also, we already had that. It was called Smallville. Well, yeah, but this is like even like a kid because it's not even Superman. Yeah. And it's not Batman. It's not Bruce becoming Batman. It's Bruce just being a little bitch. Yeah. Well, there's that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it looks it looks interesting. It looks fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll probably give it an episode. I probably won't even. Um, but with more trailers, we got Cloak and Dagger, which is going to be on freeform. Oh, that, that did
0: look pretty good. Yeah. yeah.
1: I don't know anything about those characters. Neither do I. I remember but... they were in two episodes of the most recent Spider-Man show. Okay. That's about all I have. <laughs> <laughs> um, Marvel, or not Marvel. Um, shit, who owns X- X-Men? Fox. Fox, damn it. Fox oh, announced that there right. are now three... X-Men movies coming out next year. Yeah. Uh, we're getting a new Mutants movie, which is going to be a new stream. or It's, it's not going to be a continuation of anything, supposedly. Oh, oh okay. Um, and then we're getting Deadpool 2, obviously. Mm-hmm. And then Dark Phoenix, which will be a continuation of the kind of younger Mutants that we've yeah. seen so far. Yeah, so we,
0: we finally got... Com- that's right, I forgot about this. We got confirmed release dates for all three of those. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because yeah, New Mutants has been in the works for a while, but we still don't know that much about it.
1: Right. And then the news that I was most excited for, and I was really hoping... I'm glad you didn't look it up because it made my heart sing when they announced this. Do you remember the Jackie Chan Adventure Show? Oh, I did see something about this. They're doing a new one, right? They're making a new Jackie Chan Adventure Show. Does it have anything to do with the old one? Not a bit, except Jackie's actually going to be in it instead of... Oh, that's right. Was it not his voice? Nope. Why? Uh, It was just his likeness. Why would... Because he was busy doing other shit in the early true.
0: 2000s, that was he was a busy man. That's true. He was really busy at the time. Yeah, he's still busy now. Like he does everything on his movies. Yeah, he like does he does the fucking catering. On of, his course, movies. Yeah, of course, yeah, of <laughs> course.
1: He uh, what was the what was the big thing? He um, uh, he covers all the health insurance by himself. Does he really? Mm-hmm. Oh wow. Which makes sense because you have to trust your kind of coordinator. Yeah. Um, and when he's the one who probably gets injured more than anyone else on set, yeah, that's true. It makes sense for him to have the best insurance policy. Oh, he's such an incredible guy. I know. I love him. Um, but yeah, it's going to be a little different from the animated series. It's uh, going to be orig- it's going to be uh, just Chinese for now. Okay. And I think it's catering towards a younger audience because it's supposed to be a very like moral heavy. Okay, but it's him teaming. It's called the J Team. Mm-hmm. Has nothing to do with the show with the team inside of the first show, um, but were they called the J Team? Yeah, it was him, uh, El Toro Forte, uh Viper, and um.
0: I remember just the the niece and the grandfather, uncle and Jade. Yeah, yeah. Who were those other people?
1: Uh, El Toro Forte originally. <laughs> or, <laughs> Originally had the bull talisman. Oh, wait, uh, he was the this. he was the luchador, uh, and his kind of protege slash biggest fan was Paco, who would always fight with Jade because they were arg- they would argue who was the best fighter in the world, Jackie Oro Torforte. Oh, oh, oh! Yeah, that guy. All comes together now. Mm-hmm. That's right. And then Viper was basically their universe's Catwoman. She was a um, kind of a thief turned spy, who kind of had an off and on relationship with Jackie. Um,
0: okay, and then yeah. Uncle and Toru. Were okay, the, were okay, members. yeah. Now I forgot that towards the end of the series they had brought in like the whole team yeah, together. It was yeah. awesome. Uh, the things I've forgotten in so many years. Um, but that's exciting, though. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah. New Jackie Chan Adventures. Hopefully, they'll, we'll find a way to see it here. Mm-hmm. You'll find a way to see it here. Oh yeah. Yeah. So um,
1: and then kind of, I thought this was interesting, mainly because I've been in Disney mode all week. Um, there were rumors about the voice of Genie in the Guy Ritchie. Aladdin oh, yeah. Movie. Did you hear who? Will Smith. Yeah. What sure. do you think about that? I mean, yeah, fine. When is the last time he's done kind of that, that like quirky Fresh Prince character though? So I
0: was actually listening to, uh, Empire Podcast, so the British Film Magazine, not the Fox TV show, the podcast, okay. their podcast. And they were talking about that today, that Will Smith. And it was like he hasn't done full-on comedy mode in a long time. Like one can maybe argue Men in Black Three was him in like kind of action comedy mode. Yeah. Uh, but since then it's mostly been more serious stuff. So I'm I'm fine with it. I think that's a good choice to bring in someone who's got that kind of energy and like weirdness and kind of sense of fun. So yeah, I mean, if you're gonna make that movie in you obviously can't use oh well, Rob Williams anymore, then mm-hmm. why not? Sure.
1: Is there anyone else that you would want to play that role?
0: Because uh, there were
1: two names thrown out that I, one is the most obvious answer, and the second one I thought was pretty interesting.
0: What were the other two? The most obvious answer is The Rock. Oh, mm, no. You don't think, I don't think, he's very funny, but I don't think the way you need that character to be.
1: Yeah. There was, someone made this analogy, with that, which I thought was pretty funny, but, the rock today's rock is what 90s will smith was to 90s kids yeah that's fair yeah he's kind of
0: does everything is adored by everyone everyone loves him he does like every genre possible Mm -hmm. you know his most of his stuff seems to make a shitload of money oh yeah so uh you know he's a uh, a tolerable point in fast (laughs) and the furious for me so
1: and soon to be in the baywatch franchise yeah. Or movie. I don't know if it's going to be... Fran- I hope it's going to be a franchise. I, I hope so, it. too.
0: Yeah. That actually does look entertaining. Yeah. I'm kind of excited about that one. And not just for Zac Efron. I'm in it for Zac Efron. Or aren't we all? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Wait, but who's the other person that was rumored for... Uh, keeping it in the
1: Disney family. It'd be interesting. I don't know how he would do it, but uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, again... He doesn't have that, like, high energy. Yeah. Uh, I mean obviously his involvement in everything is better for it like right but uh yeah i don't know if i want to say i don't know it's hard to think of someone who would there's not really a modern day version of robin Robin williams Williams. yeah no one has that like eccentric comedy right now it's all the nature of how comedy is done has shifted so much Mm -hmm. you know it's much more of the um i don't know like i mean there's a mumblecore thing but it's yeah just kind of it's more storytelling focused now it I mean, is. It's
1: always kind of been storytelling focused, yeah. but now
0: it's like it doesn't have the manic energy, right? That he brought to it.
1: Yeah, it's now a lot of like the Louis and the um, John Mullaney's and yeah.
0: Although I would love to see <laughs> Louis, Louis C.K. as the genie. <laughs> oh, be a completely <laughs> different version of that character, completely different, but also absolutely amazing. Yeah, that's my new vote. All right, Louis C.K. for genie in Guy Ritchie's live-action
1: Aladdin film. Why? I don't know why. I hope it's like it's not even CGI. It's just
0: like Louis C.K. poorly painted blue, blue and yeah, just kind of yeah. Maybe it's slightly translucent and yeah. just kind of floating there. He's like, yeah, I'll do. Yeah, balding beard, the whole thing. I would actually really love to
1: see that. that. Really, what you are gonna wish for? You have three wishes. Yeah. You are gonna wish for that. Yeah. Okay. Fine. All right. All whatever, right. Whatever, sure. Let's
0: do it. <laughs> that's what I want to see. All right. That's what we're gonna get. <laughs> uh, okay. So I forgot there was actually a lot of like small news stories this last week. I just I was forgot all of them. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's that's kind of all the news that I had. Okay, yeah. I mean, we have both been sitting waiting for the uh, the Kingsman trailer to drop, and we're recording this probably right before. It's probably gonna happen like right as we're done wrapping right. on this thing. It'll hit.
1: But I mean, luckily for the people listening to this, this is gonna come out tomorrow. Yeah, this is the latest we're, we've ever recorded. We're recording it very late. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but for the people listening, the trailer will already be, will already be out. Yeah. So we'll
0: talk about it next week. It don't be exciting. Maybe. Who knows? Who knows what'll happen in the world before then? Right. So. But uh, until then, we're talking his Silicon Soul. Yeah, it was all right. It was, it was kind of dark. It was really dark. I liked actually. the, um, yeah,
1: I liked the like robot perspective story because mm-hmm. it's it's not really like a a big Hollywood storyline that we see a lot. And it was where it's the the robot starts believing he was human, and then slowly dissolves. Have you Am ever seen the movie? A big movie?
0: No, not a big movie. Ever have oh. seen the movie, uh, the sixth day with Arnold Schwarzenegger. I have not. It's, I'm not gonna say it's particularly good, but I kind of like the world building in it. Okay. Cause it's weirdly satirical, but it's, you know, it, it's in a world where they have this thing called like repets where basically your pet dies and they'll give you a clone of your pet. Okay. So, but then, so cloning exists, but it's not allowed on humans, but through like some sort of thing, but of course someone has to. do it. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. And so Arnold Schwarzenegger gets cloned and the, I guess spoilers for what is now like a 12-year-old movie, but the majority of the storyline is told from the perspective of the clone. So he thinks he's the real person, and then he starts to eventually figure out like, oh, no, I'm the clone, and it's this whole thing. So it's basically more or less the storyline. Okay. Um, The difference being is that we see within the first like two minutes that it's the robot. Right. They just jump to it right away, which I guess is better. Did you know immediately when he jumped out of the crate that it was a robot? I mean, I yes just because i knew that's what this episode was about I, and also it's like why would batman lock himself in a crate but that's the thing <laughs> <laughs> he would and that was what i was thinking when like, when
1: the, ro- when the robot popped out yeah i was I, like obviously it's a robot that has the hard act logo but then i paused it and i'm like but this is definitely something batman we've seen batman go to these crazy extremes he would totally lock himself in a crate that he knew was going to get robbed.
0: He does have a flair for the dramatic. Yeah. So. <laughs> and that is really and I was, fucking dramatic. I was
1: really hoping, because like, obviously the robot gets shot immediately after. Yeah. I was really hoping that it was the actual Batman, and, like, Hardak was in the next crate.
0: Yeah. <laughs> would have been an incredibly short episode. He busts out <laughs> of the crate, just gets shot, and it's like, oh. Well, you know, like, he would die. Shit, we, kill, we kill Batman. Like, what do we... Just get out of here. What <laughs> do we do now? Um... Yeah, but it, you know it's interesting, though, because the, the robot that's in this is such a huge leap away from the robots before, right? So the before, they didn't mirror their subject's personality at all, right? Like, it was a dead go away that they weren't them, because they right. were, like, these lumbering automatons who didn't know how to behave. And, I mean, they, they explain it. This is, like, a super advanced model that got popped out of Hardak right before the place blew up. Um, but, yeah, I mean, this is nothing like the duplicates that were in the last one. Because this one actually has all of Bruce's like memories, yeah, and all this information. Yeah. It may, it may, well, as, as, his as Hardak soul. says, his um, not as Hardak, as
1: what was his? What was the guy's name? Blossom.
0: Oh, bl- isn't it Blossom? No, it's not Blossom.
1: Bubbles and Buttercup. Yeah. Dedicating to their lives. Uh, God, Oh, Rossum. Ross- were You were, were close. I, I thought you were. Yeah. yeah I was a okay. Lot closer. Fine. Yeah. Fine. All right. Uh well he's what were the words that he said? He said, um you have you have data, that was it.
0: Oh yeah, because he's like you you think you have You think you the, have memories. M- yeah, the mind of a man inside a robot's body, but you just are a robot. Yeah, you have information, data, and nothing else. Yeah. Doesn't remember specific things, but just and I, I for a while I'm like, how did the hell did they know this? And I forgot that Hardak knew that Bruce was Batman. Yeah. I forgot. I forgot most of that this episode. is Two episodes in a row where someone knows Batman's identity. Oh,
1: yeah. It's getting out there, isn't it? Yeah. It's got to watch it. Good thing the World Wide Web doesn't exist
0: yet. But doesn't it, though? This episode hinted that it does. Yeah. I feel like there's been a number of episodes that have hinted at an Internet. I mean, the Internet did exist in this time. It just wasn't... Right. But this is supposed to be Art Deco 60s. No. no. Oh, I, I guess it, it changes. Well, no, we've established cause... that it's, it's still set in the 90s. Like there have been yeah there was yeah, yeah okay, there have been dates right. on things with, with the 90s but it's like a weird version of the 90s yeah so but... it's Tim Burton's 90s <laughs> Tim Burton had some weird 90s uh, but <laughs> it only got weirder what you, I would almost say he got more normal in Batman Returns
1: well but if you, I, I thought you meant like from the 90s till now oh no 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 I'm I'm talking from Batman oh from Batman to yeah. Batman 92. But
0: I actually think that the, the world of Returns is more interesting than the world of 89. Even yeah. if it's not traditionally Batman, I think it's... I like that world actually a lot. Mm-hmm. But I'm also a huge defender of that movie.
1: I know you are. So. Just like I'm a defender of the 95 Batman.
0: <laughs> Ugh. Well, <laughs> <Yeah>, okay. <laughs> but yeah. um, what was I talking about? Oh, internet. May have been a thing in this world. Yeah. That, I mean, wasn't that what the whole plot was? That Hard Act was going to get uploaded to... The internet, where, kind of. Where, where was he going? Where was he trying to go? I mean, this is jumping way to the end when there's like a countdown. Because of course there's a countdown. But where was yeah. he trying to get uploaded to?
1: I I don't know. I don't know because the way he worded it, it sounded like everyone had a computer already. Yeah. Um. But I guess just like the government computers. I
0: guess. I guess
1: he was trying. And
0: the way that I interpreted this was he was trying to start Skynet. Okay. Yeah, that's kind of the impression I got too. Like, was he trying to get out there so he could get everyone's information so he could build duplicates of everybody right yeah yeah i think so because at the end um you know what we're
1: gonna save that okay we're gonna let's let's jump back a quick sec (laughs) yeah
0: um yeah so we uh we know that the the robots on the run he has all Bruce's memories he goes back to the house runs into alfred who is like freaked out and it's like you're a robot you're a duplicate yeah run Uh, to the bat cave uh try and knock him out with gas yeah, on a robot. Yeah.
1: He, what? Al- Alfred hasn't been in the field in a while. Last time he was out in the field, they didn't have robots. I guess he's only he only knows how to fight
0: humans. Oh uh-huh. yeah. Well, that does, it doesn't go well. Turning... Queen Queen's Service doesn't fight a lot of robots. The Queen's Service. What, what was he a part of? I mean, it, wasn't he part of the RAF? I don't
1: remember. It Wasn't the like RAF? Changes... And
0: then I think that it was implied that he yeah, he would have been part of like special forces. They 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 service the queen. <laughs> I stick with what I say. <laughs> okay. Um, what's happening this
1: episode? I'm um, they, Both Batmans kind of go to Rossum's farm. Yeah. That it is, it is kind of funny that um, he does go from like creating robots to just creating plants. Well, but he's still making quote. robots, but they just are all specifically labor robots. Yeah, they're, they're Rick and Morty's butter robot. Oh, my
0: God. Yes,
1: What the is butter, my purpose? The butter Past robot. Past butter.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> One of the greatest robots ever created. Oh, yeah. Far um, more useful.
0: So, they, yeah, they go out to the farm. Mm-hmm. Get, they both show up there at the same time. Well, they, there's... It's a, it's a little bit different. I assume, like,
1: a 15-minute difference. Yeah.
0: Um, Batman goes there, and he's wondering oh
1: wondering how the the robot could possibly exist yeah uh and then he doesn't get answers and leaves and then robo batman comes um and is basically what am i i'm I'm human someone put my mind in a robot body we need to transfer it because this body is dying and he's like no you're a robot in a robot's body you have to understand that uh, and it was kind of like a, an interesting point because this is where you have the twist of kind of helpless character and you kind of like he sees the glimmer of villainy. Yeah. Of like my whole world has just changed like because he like, it, it, it's weird to think like you fully believe that you are real human and yeah. real. Yeah. The well, reverse Pinocchio effect.
0: Right. Well, yeah. And you're confronted with this. um this completely unfair situation where it's like, you know, no one, he didn't ask to be created that way. And he's, yeah, it's stuck with the, like the burden of consciousness, but now the reality of the fact that he's fake. Right.
1: I and don't, also I mean, his purpose was kind of for evil, but he doesn't know that yet. I yeah. Guess. He, his, his programming wasn't fully uploaded.
0: But you do feel bad
1: for him. Abso- yeah, absolutely. Uh, and then Batman is having none of that
0: shit and just mm-hmm. tries to knock him out. Yeah. Um, Which eventually leads to like the whole greenhouse... Collapsing, yeah. Like, don't know why, but I, I don't know.
1: Batman has no sympathy no. for this person who's trying to just live a casual life. Like, Rossum just he's a farm boy now, he's happy, doing he's content thing. being away from the world. Yeah, that, that must be hard going from like a tech billionaire from that day, yeah, to this lifestyle.
0: Yeah, it's very lonely. Yeah. Very isolated. But, he just breaks all of his plants. Uh, his whole whole greenhouse goes tumbling down, but mm-hmm. he gets saved by the robot. So yeah. oh, a glimmer of hope. Maybe he's not completely evil. He's mostly evil. Yeah. Yeah. Um so he figures out where
1: kind of Pardok's remains are. Robo Batman goes and he like there's 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 that sound effect again, and it was I don't remember what creeped me out about last week's sound
0: effect. Oh I don't what I said. It was the it was the fireworks. The freaks, yeah. Oh, yeah, because they, like, the, like, the like whistle. The, yeah, the yeah, yeah, munitions, yeah. yeah, that had, yeah, like, yeah. Had the whistle beforehand.
1: This one was, this week's was the the skin peeling oh, off. yeah, and he peels that that, like, so it's, like,
0: squish. Yeah. Um, it's, like, do you remember, probably, they used to sell, like, little fart cups, which was basically, Oh, like, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was a, like, uh, kind of, like, a mostly solid but, like, squishy, like, plastic thingy inside a cup, and you just, mm-hmm. like, push it and make a fart sound. It kind of sounded like that, like, the weird, like... Yeah. It's, like... Fake organic and it's just a oh. little, mm. yeah. Uh, but hardak uploads kind of the full programming and also his
1: programming into Robo Batman. Now he's full evil. Breaks into Batcave again, but now we're getting back to where we were a
0: second ago. Yeah, right. Where he's gonna upload it to something,
1: to some computer program or to some yeah.
0: other computer thing, um, to the cloud. Yes, to the nineteen nineties <laughs> cloud that version. Um. And I so I love that cuz uh at the I guess the police impound warehouse wherever all the where Hardack was being kept. Batman and Robo Batman get into a fight and Batman ends up going out and like falling into the water and oh, yeah, Robo yeah. Batman leaves him cuz Because he's dead. <laughs> because he's well because he you know they even talk about that that he's he can't really kill right because he's programmed with Bruce's personality and so that he won't actually kill even though he'll go pretty far. What I do love though is that when Robo Batman uploads hardac into the back computer and it's downloading, uh, Batman shows up and for whatever reason he's like lost the lower two thirds of his cape. Yeah, so he's got like little mini Batgirl cape.
1: Well, so you can distinguish who is who other than the, the glowing red eyes. Which I was is waiting obvious. for every because the second. They, like, did the first tussle in the greenhouse. I was waiting for the super stereotypical, don't shoot me, he's yeah. the robot. Which one do I shoot? Thing I don't here? know what you're talking about. He's... So I was, like, waiting for that moment. Like, oh, that cape, that cape's going to play into this somehow. Yeah. It didn't.
0: No, it's I was just, like, it just looks so silly on him. Like, yeah. Like, this tiny little Batgirl cape. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> um, so then we have
1: kind of the big fight of conscience coming back yeah where um batman is using the knowledge that it's his clone to his advantage being like you can't kill anyone because you're still me like no matter how much hardak has control over you you won't break my one rule yeah um and it was i i really thought that was interesting it was it was kind of dark Just, i liked it too yeah um especially because batman's like his way of short-circuiting
0: the robot was just like falling off a yeah, cliff to, to pretend to die. Basically they yeah. had to fall into one of the holes in the Batcave. cave. And I, I really, I did like that element. I didn't, I didn't love this episode overall, but I liked that idea mm-hmm. that, because it shows in a weird way, it shows how much faith Bruce has in himself. Yeah. Right. Like he, he, he knows how close he can get to that line of ever killing someone. And he won't go there. And he knows that the robot won't either. And that, to have to experience that guilt will break him. Right. It's actually really dark. Yeah. But also super interesting.
1: And it's amazing that less than three minutes earlier, you see a full set of samurai armor and weapons in the Batcave.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, he would. He, you know, he's a of swordsman. He, he would. knows what he's doing. Yeah. I was just disappointed they both get their shirts on for the sword fight because that's just not how Batman rolls. Well, we had our one. We had our one moment. Yeah, but I want more of those. I know. It's so it's, delightful. It's going to be a while. <laughs> You know, and I, so this episode did what I've actually always wanted to see done in a Batman feature, which is to have, like, some part of the climax be Batman having a sword fight in the Batcave. <laughs> I don't know why I've always thought that would be such a cool idea, but just thinking about him, like, going up against an opponent who would know how to get access to that place and to, like, actually break into his most, like, treasured and it's very, protected environment. It's very Zorro of him yeah since like since zoro was obviously one of the main inspirations yeah, it was a huge for influence him. on it so i don't know i've always wanted to see that and the, they kind of did it a little bit they got very close to sword fight before batman uh tricked him into short circuiting and yeah smashing the bat computer yeah um, which blows up of course yeah and then hardak
1: kind of short circuits in the the water
0: yeah, I guess it's, I think it's the combination of the explosion and then the sprinklers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Finally taking him out. Although he's been exposed to water so many times so far in this right. episode and, and still so rallied. Fine. But he did feel kind of bad for him. Yeah. Oh yeah, I definitely did. Although I, I didn't, <clears throat> I liked the idea they're going for, but then I didn't like this super on the nose little last bit of dialogue of like, maybe he did have a soul. It would have been a Silicon Soul. Oh,
1: you didn't like the name but drop? A
0: soul, nonetheless. How do you? Ah, oh, name drops are always the best.
1: <laughs> there was there was a, a Family Guy bit where it was Peter sitting in a theater and he was watching just a bunch of movies. It was just like a clip show oh. of him like watch. They would always say the title of the name in the movie, and he'd go, "Ha!" <laughs> and that's me. Every movie, <laughs> whenever they say the name, you can look over at me, and I'll just like like, "Ha."
0: Okay. They said it. Okay, so a question for you then. Uh, has that ever happened in the Fast and the Furious franchise? Have they ever no, said... but every time
1: they say Fast and or Fate and or Furious, <laughs> I point at the screen and laugh, at least
0: in the last movie. Did, did. you just laugh the entire end credits of Fast and the Furious 2 because it was just the ludicrous title song of too fast, too no, fast, no, no, too, no, furious, no. too furious, too furious? It's only when they say it in the movie.
1: It's the only time it counts? Yeah. It's only <laughs> when it comes from Vin Diesel's sweet, sweet lips.
0: Oh, God. It's...
1: Uh. You guys are making me furious.
0: <laughs> Wait, did he say that? No. Okay. I wish. I
1: actually got um, a wish, too. Oh, we saw Fast and Furious, guys. Oh, I'm sure that'll <laughs> come back around in the plug the at the end. Um, yeah, one of the things that I noticed at the end of this episode, <clears throat> obviously me looking too far into this. Yeah. Looking for a moral. Um, I saw this version of Robo-Batman as, like, if if Batman and Bruce ever like split, hmm. uh, because there's a couple like other TV shows that do a storyline like like that. Superman Three style, sure. Yeah, I was thinking more like Danny Phantom, but that's fine. We can go Superman Three. Yeah, um, Danny Phantom's actually a more sophisticated piece of storytelling, <laughs> so it's fine. Uh, he he flies through a a ghost net. I don't think that's sophisticated storytelling.
0: Yeah, you haven't seen <laughs> Superman Three. <3? laughs> <laughs> I haven't, unfortunately.
1: Yeah. Um the Robo Batman is kind of like what Batman wants to do to the city. Like he even has that bit of dialogue, but with between Batman and Robo Batman of like, you can't like, why are you doing this? he's like, why are you fighting this? This is what you want. We're getting rid of crime and evil in the city. And like, if, if the Bruce side wasn't there to inject that bit of humanity and that bit of like conscience into the situation, Robo-Batman would be doing what regular Batman kind of wants to do. Yeah. And so it was kind of interesting to see, like, the it's basically like a fight between Bruce and Batman at the end.
0: Yeah. Well, and, and you could even jump back to, uh, like, Ra's al Ghul, that same sort of thing, right? That they have, in some way, a similar goal right. they're trying to achieve, but that Batman has an unbreakable moral code that won't let him do these sort of things. right? That, you know, that he will he will never uh achieve his means if it ever means like killing anyone basically or like ruining someone's life sort of thing or like an innocent person's life so um yeah it was kind of fun to watch him have to go up against his own morality mm-hmm. i guess in some ways Yeah. In this I would say that yeah yeah and he comes out on top cuz of course he does cuz he's batman he's batman although okay so as good as this is do you remember we'll we'll get to this in a while but uh the Justice League episode where they end up in the parallel universe versus the Justice Lords.
1: Yeah. Crisis crisis of. What's no, the, no, no, no. Not, no, no. I, I know. But I, the, yeah. the
0: movie was, was a similar storyline. Similar storyline. Yeah. But in that one where it's like uh, Batman, like normal Batman has to go up against like a, a kind of compromised version of himself. And like they have this huge moral debate as like sneaking to the Batcave and stuff. It's so awesome. Yeah. It's so awesome
1: to watch. Yeah. I mean, that's also in the in the movie, that's my favorite scene, is when Batman goes to Earth Prime with Owlman. Oh, yeah. And Owlman has that. that was my first kind of injection of uh, the multiverse theory. hmm And I just,
0: like, fell in love with it immediately. Wasn't it James Woods? Is yeah. The voice of... Oh, oh, yeah. James Woods. So good. I need to go rewatch uh, Crisis on Two Earths. I haven't seen it in a long time.
1: It's It doesn't hold up as well as I was hoping it would. No? It's still good, okay. but in my mind it was always like top five for me okay because like just because of the the multiverse theory yeah and that one scene is like that monologue is so cool yeah um but the rest of the movie is
0: just kind of kind of okay yeah we should do those movies at some point
1: yeah i mean we still
0: have we still have a lot 300 of 300 plus episodes <laughs> we have of a lot other of other to do content first, to do first. Oh God! But yeah, I no, I I did I did overlook this episode. I didn't really. Uh, do you have any like trivia for anything like that? I didn't really find anything. Not really. The only thing I found was that apparently there are toys for Batmite and Mister Mixius oh. Pitlick in like oh, in sorry. the guy's office in um Rossum's office. But maybe I wasn't paying close enough attention. I just missed that.
1: I missed oh I missed Batmite.
0: I missed that entirely. I love yeah. Batmite. Um but yeah, but that's that's kind of all I had for this one. There wasn't that much trivia wise, but I, I I thought it was a cool. It was cool to see them do a follow up to a previous episode before, where the plot actually carried over. Like they did with the Riddler once before, and I guess in some ways you could say like Count Vertigo and then the Demon's Quest. Yeah, but this one is very much like a sequel episode to a previous one. Right. Yeah, it was they cool. Job? They did a good job with it. Yeah, actually. Um, but anything else on this guy before we move on? That's all I got. All right. Well, I'm not going to forget this time to include our, our sponsor this week. It's uh, Jessica and Solange take down the patriarchy. So I had not listened to it, but I looked it up a little bit, and basically the two of them discuss popular films from a like feminist perspective. So They do okay. like Love Actually and The Matrix, Lawland, La Ghostbusters. It sounds really cool, actually. Like I I would love to hear their perspective on um, like Lawland La in particular, a movie that I've said before I did not particularly love, mm-hmm. and so I'm very curious what they say about that
1: because it it doesn't pass the uh, what's the I feel horrible the Bechdel that,
0: test. Thank you. No, I don't. I don't think it passes that. I don't think it does. No, I don't. Th- so. Semi related. I actually don't think the Fate and the Furious, which you just dragged me to. Yeah. Uh, I don't think that passes either. No. Uh, seven did. I, uh, did it? One of. Five, six, or seven did. I don't okay. remember which one. I think maybe one of them must have at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, but I. Because I. Are we gonna talk about Fate and the Furious later, or should we just talk about it now, real quick? I mean, I wasn't gonna bring it up, but okay. if I just wanted to talk this, about it. This is one thing real quick, because I, I don't like that franchise except for five, which I really like. But my, my point of solace with it has been that it is a huge franchise that always has a lot of diversity both in front of and behind the camera. But it still has a huge problem with being completely focused around like the straight male gaze. <laughs> What are you talking about with fast cars, <laughs> explosions, and girls in little clothing? I mean, just what? like, look at the posters, like, for it, which it's just like two muscle cars. You're, you're out of your to go mind, for a dra- Chris. Go for a dragger. You're race speaking.
1: On that. <laughs> you're speaking bullshit into the microphone right now. But so, that like, movie is meant for all audiences,
0: for all ages, for all, <laughs> all ages. backgrounds. But no, I, I stopped and I realized, like, oh shit. Well, like, as much as it does do that, it still doesn't even. I don't think it passed the Bechdel test. So I, I'm disappointed it, in it. Well, it was six the one with the the infinitely r- long runway.
1: Yeah. Okay. So that one does because I remember there was a a conversation between
0: uh fuck Mia <laughs> I forget Jordana that. Brewster Mia is the sister and then yeah. Gina Carano is in that one as like no the, it was, the Rock's okay. assistant it was
1: Mia and um Gal um uh, Galgado oh yeah I forget her character's name me too okay but there, there was, hey. Like, so one of the eight movies they did i mean i don't know about the other ones there's no way the other ones i know for sure three does not (laughs) no there's no way there's
0: only one girl in three so (laughs) you know what maybe jessica and solange will actually look at the fast and the furious franchise at some point we can get their perspective on it yeah i hope they do uh but here's the promo for it i'm solange oh (laughs) all right let's do it again start over I'm Solange. And I'm Jessica. And this is our podcast, Jessica and Solange, Take Down the Patriarchy. We break down movies from a feminist point of view to see how they uphold or take down the patriarchy. Listen to us on Nerdist School Network or subscribe to us on iTunes, or you can find us on SoundCloud. We come out the last Thursday of the month when we can. Be a part of the resistance just by listening and supporting us. It's that easy. Oh, and go vote at all elections. And there it was. Yeah. So... Guys, go check that out. Uh, but now we're moving on to our second episode, which is Fire from Olympus. I loved it. Did you? I, I mean, I'm. You know that Hercules
1: is my favorite of the Disney movies. I'm yeah. such a sucker for anything like Greek mythology related. Yeah. Even though they like, they kind of mess up some of the the names in this. A yeah. lot of the names. Yeah. No surprise. i mean, not it. even just like pronunciation wise, but like they. If, if, like, a name is too kind of out there, they went to the Roman name instead, which I thought was kind of funny. When did they do that? Um, there's a moment when Batman first comes up onto Olympus. Yeah. Um, Zeus is, you know, talking to him like he's Hades. Yeah. But as he's leaving, he's like, oh, is Lord Vulcan treating you with, as like, looking down on you again? Uh, and Vulcan is the Roman god of fire. To oh. to get the word volcano from?
0: Okay, that makes sense. Fun fact of the day. Yeah.
1: Oh, I didn't even catch that. We're gonna, we're gonna make a, a sound effect like being in it." Sound. Uh, fact of the day. <laughs> I love how you said we. Yeah, I mean you. <laughs> Always trying to find a way for me to do more work. <laughs> yeah. Oh. You're the one that set the alarm on my phone to do the artwork. I
0: know. It, it helps. It's been helping. It, 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 it did help. help. It did help. Oh, uh, it's it's a very tight ship we got here, guys. <laughs> always suits. <so, laughs> yeah, so always, smoothly. always, uh, always ahead of schedule. Yeah, um, but yeah, I this episode was like, okay for me. I liked elements of it. I thought it just was all over the place. Like I felt like there was huge chunks that didn't even have to be there. Didn't make any sense. Oh, a lot of this did not make sense. No, I mean, but uh, I still I still really enjoyed it. Yeah, I mean, so cuz it, it it opens with Gordon waiting for a informant. It actually, it opens up with a cool shot of like Gordon like striking a match to like check his watch. Um and then the informant almost gets there but he's stopped by some some goons outside of Zorba's Greek restaurant cuz of course it's Zorba's. Uh and he ends up in the the, the back of an alleyway. Which my first thought when I saw that alleyway is, why are there so many goddamn tires in that alleyway? I don't know if you noticed this, but then the explanation is that when Zeus shows up, when Maxi Zeus shows up and like, sh- like shoots lightning at the guy, the tires end up absorbing most of the electricity. Oh, okay, yeah. Which true. then made me go try and research if tires can actually absorb electricity. I mean, all material does conduct electricity. It's just that rubber has a really low, like... Conduction, right? Conduct, yeah, conductivity compared to like metal or something like that. But I don't, I I couldn't find an answer to the question of whether if you put a whole bunch of rubber around like a, a lightning strike, if it will diminish the amount of electricity that goes through the... Well, other Static targets.
1: Shock has taught us anything <laughs> when he fights his main villain slash sometimes ally, Robert Bandman um it does okay well good and this is
0: all works this all works in this universe. and that's yeah it's in, it's
1: in the same universe so, so it obviously makes
0: sense yeah because uh basically i guess so uh, i trying to figure this out so what the the informant uh is a criminal in the smuggling underworld right like he always knows how to get shipping information to the hands of criminals right yeah well that's what uh zeus does
1: yeah he's a smuggler yeah zeus run kind of runs the docks yeah, was what they were implying.
0: I guess so. Um, I mean, uh, clearly it's working well for him. Guys, that that building one is so like, it's like Burj Khalifa size. Like it's enormous.
1: Yeah, and it's also never in the the skyline ever. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't. I do don't. you know who I, I wrote this guy's name down because he drives me crazy. Do you, do you know who Dan Bazil? What is it, Bazillion? Bazil- oh, uh Dan Balsarian? Yes. I know of him. This is how I imagine he is. Like, From what I've heard, that's not wrong. Yeah, just going yeah. through a couple of his Instagram posts. Like, this... Oh, my if God. If he had a cartoon variant, this would this be would it. This
0: would be it. I give you so much credit for even being able to just glance at his Instagram. I could never. It's... It would grate my soul too much. It's It's. It's odd. People, people don't need that much money in their life. Or be that stupid. Yeah. <laughs> Lovely combination did you, there.
1: Did, did quick side note, did you see his um International Women's Day post? No, I got, generally avoid him at uh, all. Costs. Which got like all of the negativity that it it, it deserved all of the negativity. God, what did he say? It was um it was just like hashtag happy international women's day. And he was like women are the best and it was him in a jacuzzi on his boat with a bunch of girls without their tops on and he was eating sushi off another girl's butt. <laughs> Like yeah, that that's that's International Women's Day, hashtag feminism. Yep, he he's he's the front runner for it. Oh god, uh, but that that's how I imagine Zeus to be in real life. You know what?
0: I I could absolutely see that. I think that's a pretty good, pretty good pull there. Yeah, because this guy. So I I was having a hard time figuring this out too. He's just completely delusional like they they kind of attempt to give him a sort of explanation for why he's so crazy I I saw did you it as, this out?
1: I I wish I had time to look up more information about him cuz he's did. a villain okay you did but it didn't help does he have multiple personality disorder that's how i imagined
0: it um what i read up on him didn't specify that he did that might just be because i just finished legion this week <laughs> oh okay yeah <laughs> so i don't i i don't know it the implication of this episode is that maybe because of he had so many like financial issues this there's a whole bunch of things that didn't make any sense so we first meet him well actually the first time we meet him is in that alleyway in that cool kind of silhouette The second time it's up at the top of olympus this massive massive skyscraper in gotham taller than everything by i don't know in the 1.5 x yeah yeah it's huge so he has a shitload of money i mean he would have to have i think wayne level money almost to build these things but when we meet him, he's getting braided by his, I guess, ex girlfriend slash assistant, assistant financial Clio, advisor, CEO. Passionate. His Pepper Pots, more or less equivalent. I'm not quite sure. Yeah, who's, that, that's a good connection. Yeah, his think, Pepper Pots. Who's basically like, oh, you've like, you're dealing with all these like lawsuits and allegations and all these other things. So it's kind of implied that he's out of money. I think the way so he's like an
1: underworld kind of guy. So I think yeah. he has a surface level business, which is just to kind of like run a the shipping docks. company. Yeah. yeah. I think that is doing bad, but his like underground business is still doing well. Okay. That's at least that's how I imagined it. Okay. I don't know how,
0: well, okay. That's like, or
1: he was also just stealing all of the stuff that was on the docks. So yeah. that that's probably why he was having all these lawsuits. I guess. Because
0: well, yeah, and this time he's stolen uh, a electric discharge cannon. Yeah. I believe, right? EDC. <laughs> oh. <laughs> what? Oh, I was like, you know, EDC is a whole different thing now. So I always love when like you come across these old acronyms that yeah. have meaning. Now. What is it for you? Because for me, it's Electric Daisy Festival. Yeah, same. Okay. Yeah, which I will never go to in my entire life because it <laughs> sounds like hell. I like the music.
1: Their after show, uh, like 30-minute after show videos, I like their soundtrack.
0: Oh, okay. It's not my jam. Bring on some like 70 disco and good <laughs> go. But <clears throat> so he's got this thing and he's going to just terrorize the city, I yeah. guess. He has, no, that was that was kind of the biggest problem I had
1: with this episode, is he has no motive. No. Because the first thing he does, which, like,
0: to be fair, requires balls of steel, is just shoot the police blimp. Yeah, he just shoots down a police blimp. And there just seems to be no consequence for it. Yeah. Like, whatsoever. Well, I guess, maybe that's part of the reason I didn't love this episode, is because the show has pretty much always done a really good job of making you um, sympathetic to the character, to the villain, because we understand where his motivations coming from. And we understand what he's trying to achieve. This time, we don't really understand why he's so crazy. He just is. Mm-hmm. It's not really that sympathetic towards him. And then, he, yeah, he doesn't have anything he's really trying to do. To be fair, I did, I did think about this.
1: If I were ever to have that much money, you can bet your ass I'd be talking in an old English accent for the rest of my life.
0: Yeah, that's absolutely true.
1: <laughs> yeah. Like, I <laughs> wouldn't even question it. Like, would I compare myself to a Greek god? Maybe I wouldn't go that far. But like, I would immediately adapt the like asshole old British old like old British guy. I'm just excited that I eventually
0: get to see the side of you. I mean, <laughs> <then> it's <laughs> gonna take it, like billions. Yeah, that'll eventually happen. I, <laughs> and I'll be there maybe, to w- I don't witness want, no, it. No, I don't want that much
1: money. I, I don't. <laughs> I wouldn't even know what to do with that
0: much money. Uh, you build a podcast studio in your house. Yeah, and we'll come podcast forever. Yeah, sure. Yeah, maybe like build like a pool house for me or something like that yeah i'll do something like that okay cool
1: i don't know was it was bill gates the one that said after like 50 million dollars a hamburger doesn't taste any any better yeah probably yeah that that like that's the level i want like once food doesn't get any better i'm fine after that that's true when he's that pinnacle food level yeah mm. when i can eat gold leaf just by itself <laughs> <laughs> you know that level
0: <laughs> Eat you it know, like a uh, fruit roll up. <laughs> Achievable life goals. <laughs> so, yeah, so he's got this cannon. shoots down a blimp. Uh, Batman convinces Cleo, his ex, to. Uh, zeus's ex, let clarify, not Batman's. Yeah. To help him sneak in to take down Zeus. So, that. Because, like, what, one thing that didn't make sense to me, so they, they break into the building. And so obviously, she's just helped Batman. But as far as I know, Zeus and his henchmen don't know that, right? So why do they stop her and, like, grab her in the elevator when she gets to the building? Because then the next time we see her, she just, like, walks out of a door and is like, no, Maxie, don't shoot at people.
1: Um, I don't know. Maybe he just didn't want... He, I think he, maybe he just wanted her to be up there with him.
0: Yeah, I guess, but to then... To enjoy the spectacle. I
1: guess, but then we cut back up to the top, like, the henchmen are up there without her and she just walks out the door. Yeah, that, that's why I think, like, they weren't... I mean, they were a little handsy with her. Yeah,
0: like they, they, they set that moment up like she's been caught because yeah. she just helped Batman, but no one knows that she did. So it doesn't make any sense. Yeah.
1: I oh, also was I, only, I turned my brain off. For this I, I, yeah,
0: I was not paying super close attention. So there's a lot of things that just kind of escaped me. But yeah, so Zeus discovers that Batman's there and tries to kill him with death traps. Not just any death traps, though. The twelve, uh, the twelve oh, trials of Hercules. That's right. Yeah, because the first is the Hydra, which is like a giant snake. Mm-hmm. But uh, the snake did not prepare for Batman's S- yeah, bat spray. snake repellent. Yeah, he has snake repellent. Oh, bat that spray. made me so
1: happy. Yeah.
0: Uh, yeah. There was a snake repellent, and then the
1: snake falls, and then this yeah. oh. might have been one of like my favorite action
0: scenes in the show so far. With the wild boar, yeah. The wild boar that can bust through a concrete wall. It was
1: so like with the combination of like. The sound effects, and they turned off the music. Which, by the way, the music was very like Ben Hur inspired. Yeah, is how I imagine. I like, like every, the music actually. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, they like turn off the music. They up the sound effects, and it's just kind of and there's no dialogue. Oh yeah. And I thought true. like the animation was great. It was done by Spectrum for this week for both episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, and like the the action was really cool. It Was so smooth. Like that's break fair. through the wall, the boar. I it was I I loved it. Yeah. Okay. I thought it was going to be a lion, because that was one of his other tasks. Oh, yeah. Um, but then, like, you hear the hooves, and I'm like, oh, it's the boar! Then he breaks through the wall, and it was, like, right as I thought of it. Yeah. <laughs> and so that was kind of cool. Uh, I didn't like how he didn't really take it out. He,
0: no. The boar flings him out the window. And Yeah, and he just lands on a ledge. Yeah. He's fine, I guess. So then, at this point, Zeus has now strapped Cleo to the gun, like, to the front of the gun. Mm-hmm. He's going to fry her he's going to next time he fires it off yeah he's
1: going to kill her in olympus so she can become immortal and stay there forever oh okay that's kind of the idea that's right I think that's how it worked in think in, so. in Greek mythology. I couldn't tell you it's been too this, long. This was an episode having Vasilius on would have
0: been super helpful because oh he God, knows all it, that stuff. It really would have, though. Yeah. Oh, I just listened to uh, your episode of his podcast when oh. you were on there. It was really fun. Thank you. To listen to you talk. Yeah. You should listen to yourself more often, Cameron. You're very good on no. a podcast. No. I know you won't, but I just had to tell you that. No, I don't like my voice. <laughs> you get over it quick when you have to listen to it a lot. <laughs> uh but yeah, it would have been helpful to have him here because I most of this just went way over my head. I know a little bit of Greek mythology, but not enough. Mm-hmm. But how does Batman stop the thing? Uh, eventually, so
1: um, so first he gets up on the ledge and just kind of throws a battering around the button.
0: Oh, And I guess yeah, that like
1: yeah. it like surprises Zeus, so he forgets that he was supposed to press the button. He couldn't have just like pushed around the, yeah. the battering don't mind me because it didn't gonna... break anything it literally no. just like landed right in front of the button and zeus was like oh my god batman's here um and i also so there's another moment in this right before this happens when they're tying up uh cleo mm-hmm. and it's the henchmen disobey yeah and this is the like... first time that i we ever see henchmen question the motives because the guy's so crazy like he doesn't have a motive like yeah. he doesn't have anything he's trying to achieve it's like really but of all villains like it's not the joker's henchmen that ever question it like it's well would you question the joker no i would not yeah question exactly it right very, you, you, put, you bring up a very good point
0: yeah well but at least everyone else like is trying to do something right so like you know the joker still robs banks and two-face robs banks and like everyone else like, you could theoretically, like, have a living as a henchman for basically anyone else because they actually bring in revenue sometimes. Right. With their crimes. Not Zeus. He's just going to shoot at shit. You know, he's not going to hold the city ransom or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it was kind of fun to see them turn on him, kind of.
1: Yeah. But then he had kind of robot henchmen in the shape of gargoyles. Yeah, gargoyles with, with machine guns. guns and
0: eyes. Yeah, The Batman takes out with a grenade. Yeah. Like, a literal grenade. That was kind of cool. Yeah, actually was kind of cool. Uh but but hold (laughs) i just remembered this
1: so he puts the grenade in in the gargoyle's mouth yeah it explodes and then the head still lands intact does it next to
0: zeus (laughs) i completely forgot about that until until just now come on spectrum what are you doing um oh but that's right because then he he steals zeus's like lightning rod that he uses like to people, people yeah. And he throws it into the, the machine, and it, it blows it up.
1: Yeah, and kind of, like, absorbs the electricity, was how I saw it. And yeah. And Zeus, um, having a very tragic Greek ending, loses to his hubris when he jumps out, grabs the, the lightning oh, rod. Oh, yeah, and he tries to save it, and then mm-hmm. he falls,
0: not to his death, but still... I thought he... I thought he was a goner how how did anyone survive this episode like the (laughs) the uh the informant at the beginning who gets electrocuted like to the the level where they think he was struck by lightning like it was that strong yeah how did he Who's in a coma he's in a coma everyone's in a coma on this damn show how did he survive how did the two people in the crashing exploding flaming police blimp not die yeah. How did Zeus not? And whoever die they 10 might have, stories?
1: whoever might have been walking in the street that it landed yeah, on, it
0: just crashed in the middle of the goddamn street. There were so many people that should have died, and i noticed this before. But episodes like this, like push the level of credulity. The whole thing. <laughs> like I'm willing to believe that occasionally someone will land in a, a river or a tree, but in episodes like this, where like the threat is death, the whole thing loses tension. Yeah. Or like credibility because like that person should be dead, but somehow they're not. Yeah. But I guess the upside of that is that Zeus gets a more poetic? How would you describe that? His, his final... I loved the ending.
1: Yeah. When he's comparing all of the... So they're, they're rolling him through Arkham, and he sees all of the other villains, all the rogues gallery members, and he's comparing them to their kind of Greek god equivalent. Yeah. Which I thought
0: was... I, I really enjoyed Do you remember that. all the comparisons?
1: I just remember Hermes... Not Hermes. Um,
0: yeah, wasn't it? was it Hermes was Joker? Hermes is Joker. Uh, Yanis was Two-Face, mm-hmm. and then, I'm not sure who Poison Ivy was. I don't remember. That doesn't matter. I was, I was trying to get out the door by that point. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, he's, like, so excited to be, like, oh, I must be in Olympus, and finally surrounded by my All the peers, gods. by the yeah. other gods. It was kind of a, was the last little button on the episode, it was kind of nice. Mm-hmm. I'm also really glad that we just never had to deal with him again, because I, I wasn't... Yeah, I'm fine with that. I wasn't super taken, because he's not... He's not really that great of a character. Like I, I did do some research on him. Okay. Um, so he, his origin or his first appearance was Detective Comics number 483 in May of 1979 from Denny O'Neill and Don Newton. Mm-hmm. Uh, a similar origin to this, but in the comics he was a history teacher who goes crazy after his wife left him. And then he ends up rising up and becoming a huge like, person in the Gotham underworld. I would love to have my high school history teacher have that same story. I know, right? Like, this is like pre-Walter White level sort of thing here, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, But just nowhere near as cool and way crazier. Um, But, you know, even in the comics, he's not considered that dangerous. Like, he's not in the maximum security part of Arkham, which I don't know how that makes a difference because everyone's always breaking out of there no matter what. Right. But to give you an idea of how, like, kind of terrible he is, one of his attempts to escape is foiled because he runs into a tree. That sounds about right. Yeah. And he just gets hauled right back in and thrown in there. And I, I couldn't even find any real substantial arcs. Like, there was some arc where he ended up teaming up, I think, with some of the actual Greek gods, like, around Themyscira, right? There are actual gods, like Ares and some of these right. people. Right, yeah, yeah. And I guess he died, but he didn't actually die. And then he, like, wasn't Maxie Zeus he became Maxie Zeus again. I don't know, it was all kind of dumb. Um, I do remember he appears in the Arkham Asylum comic. You, you've read that, right? I have not. Okay. It's, it's weird. It's different. But he's in there, like, this kind of emaciated, frail guy who's, like, k- like hooked up to the shock, like, treatment mm-hmm. things. Where he's, like, kind of has, yeah, yeah, like, has electricity running through him or not. It's kind of a weird thing. Um, and then he's referenced in the Arkham Games. Yeah. And he also has a, maybe, like, a two-episode arc in The Batman.
1: Okay, I don't remember those.
0: Yeah, it's kind of similar. It's like, a, I think it would have been season three, because it's just Batgirl. I don't think Robin's in there yet, and he like builds a giant floating ship, and he's <laughs> going to shoot the city basically like this, and that's about it. But yeah, there's not that much to him. I, really.
1: of kind of the one-off villains, I think he's my favorite so far. You know what? I will give you, there is, okay, that's fair, because I think he at least. I say that without thinking about anyone else besides, like, uh I like Vertigo King. a lot.
0: Vertigo is good. Okay, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, compared like the sewer king or the, the boss of the chain gang and mm-hmm. all that sort of shit. Healy's has, like, personality. Yeah. It's batshit crazy, but it's personality. But I don't know. Any other things to talk about Maxi Zeus? Uh, or the episodes? I, I
1: saw this episode being, like, very, very, very Fleischer-inspired. Oh, yeah, I could definitely see that. This, like, I could definitely see this being a very similar
0: storyline from, like, a 40s show. Yeah. It, I mean, yeah, you're right. It does feel like one of the old Superman, and that's also why shows. I
1: kind of let it go. All of the like, like people might have died in there. Mm-hmm. Like there were definitely moments in the Fleischer comic or in the Fleischer series that were like that, where there's like, yeah, they're fine off screen. We don't have to worry about them. Yeah, I, was, I think that's why I was kind of in that mentality of just like, eh, they're fine. I don't care.
0: Yeah, they didn't care back Except
1: then. Except the big fall at the end. I'm like, oh, fuck, he's dead.
0: He's, he fell and like he fell 12 in stories or something. Yeah. Yeah. But he's a big muscular guy. He's fine. Yeah, I guess. That's a lot of cushion, I guess. I don't know. But, yeah, I don't know. That's yeah. A, that's all I got does this. it. What do you got for uh, bat plugs this week? Oh, what do I have for bat plug this week?
1: Um, The Bill Nye new series started oh, up. Oh, yeah. Have I watched, watched the, I watched the first episode of it. But Bill Nye Saves the World? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like it. It's, it's, I, I don't know the audience they're trying to connect to. Okay. Cause in the, in the intro he talks about how he's, um, kind of directing it towards our generation, the people that grew up with his show. Yeah. But then once he starts getting into the science stuff, I think it's just like, that's the only way he knows how to teach it. He dumbs it down like a lot. And then the okay. interviews are kind of dumbed down a little bit. Hmm. But I mean, it's, he he has done a great job trying to connect to the millennial generation because the like the interviewees it's Carly Carly Kloss who's um she's a, a runway model and she's part of the Taylor Swift gang okay she's actually really cool okay um, if you ever watched Casey Neistat videos no. she makes an appearance pretty often okay um the Veritasium guy who's a really big science YouTuber mm-hmm. um. He makes an appearance. The theme song is done by Chance the Rapper, which I think is hilarious. Huh. Um, like, it's all these things where I just, like, I saw in my head the boardroom of, like, <laughs> what a teenagers like? They're, like, rap stars. What about this guy who has rapper in his name? Yeah, let's get him.
0: Like, all of you, look at your tween kids' Instagrams and tell me what they follow. Yeah. Uh, they follow Taylor Swift. We can't get her.
1: Yeah. What about the girl that looks kind of like her?
0: Yeah. What about Taylor Swift's C-level friend? Can we get her? Yeah. Yes. <laughs>
1: Uh, YouTube. We need some YouTubers. <laughs> we need influencers. Yeah, we need influencers. Uh, but yeah, I'm gonna I'm giving it a second episode chance and see how okay. it
0: goes. See, uh, I don't know if I could watch anything Bill Nye that didn't then have the original Bill Nye the Science Guy intro because that song is still stuck in my head. Oh, it's great. Like Twenty. I mean, on. all of
1: Bill Nye is on Netflix, as I
0: found out. Oh, it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was I was gonna switch over to that if I didn't like the new okay. Series. I was about right to say it's always dangerous going back to stuff from our childhood, but we're recording a podcast about a cartoon from our childhood. So. Right, <laughs> only have so much to go with there. Uh, anything else? Other? Uh, I I got this comic. I saw
1: it that it arrived as I was leaving to come to come and record. Mm-hmm. But it's um Scud. Have
0: you heard of Scud? it? Scud? No. Yeah,
1: it's, it's Scud, the Disposable Assassin. I think is the full title. Okay. It was a. I don't remember when it was originally written, but it's a French comic that apparently got huge. They really popular in the '90s, and just nothing kind of happened from it. Huh. But it's about this kind of future. Honestly, uh, the Meeseeks from Rick and Morty, I think, are based oh, off of these characters the because it's basically a like a it's a robot that you get kind of at a vending machine. Okay. That you tell it who to assassinate. It goes, and when it kills the person, the robot self-destructs.
0: That's awesome.
1: Yeah. Very Mr. Meeseeks kind of mentality. Yeah. But this one robot, before he kills his kind of target, he sees on the back that he's going to blow up if he does it. So instead, he just wounds the target, and it's kind of a story of him just, like, continuing his life. Yeah. At least that's what I think it's about. I haven't actually read it yet. I'll give you more
0: information next week. Hopefully he's more successful than the musics and Jerry's golf score because we, yeah. we see what happens if you try and do that. Um, yeah, I, I don't.
1: One of my friends recommended it months ago, and I don't remember who or why, but it
0: it finally got here. Oh, that's awesome! Yeah, what do you have to plug? Uh, so I started watching Black Mirror finally. <gasps> yeah. So, but I mean, I'm watching it from the beginning, so just the, okay. the first two episodes from way back in season one. I really liked them both Mm mm-hmm um what were
1: were those two uh
0: because i I jumped around i never finished the series okay so the 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 first episode is the the british prime minister i won't say what it is but he he's asked to do something in order to save uh, a member of the royal family okay i didn't watch that one okay and the second one um is it's kind of a riff off of like reality tv shows it was a weird world it's like everyone lives in these like completely video screen enclosed spaces and they like ride stationary bikes to earn credits and then they okay. can use those credits to buy an entry ticket to like an American Idol sort of talent show thing um, okay. it was weird I, I could, don't think I watched that one either yeah I found the like the first because the first one was more or less grounded in like the real world and the second one was like this really bizarre world that they didn't completely explain but it kind of worked they didn't um, it, the The lead actor in that is also the lead actor in Get Out which I still haven't seen oh that's cool yeah um, so it's kind of cool but like see something from a number of years you like oh he's gonna get like he's, really he's famous. About to get famous yeah, he's really famous it's awesome but i really enjoyed them both um so i'm excited to kind of keep going through and it, i can see why people say that it's intense because the first mm-hmm. one had like a semi-satirical element to it the the second one definitely did not it was just like straight up dark. oh yeah and he- there
1: there's an episode in season two um oh god i can't remember the name of it but it's you follow this girl and like the whole world is kind of following her and taking photos of her and she doesn't know what's happening oh shit and it's crazy like it oh man it's it still kind of fucks with me at the end yeah
0: no i mean I, it seems like it's kind of fucked up but they're they're it's super interesting yeah so i'm glad i finally started doing that and i'll get to the. it's I, not a show that i could ever binge like it no i, it's I there was so a, heavy like a week in between those first two yeah so that, <laughs> that's how i was yeah uh so that was that and then. This would be considered a very old reference, but I rewatched over the weekend with some friends. Clue, <gasps> Clue, and I had I just had, done it. I had to bring it up because it is one of my all time favorite movies, probably my favorite comedy ever. Yeah, um, and I I love it because if people know it and they've seen it, they're like, "Oh my god, it's amazing!" And if people haven't heard of it, like, "Wait a minute," you mean so, the board game? Wait, so it's a, it's a murder mystery comedy in the eighties based off of a board game. And it's good. It stars Tim Curry. It stars Tim Curry. Um, but I I love, yeah, absolutely love that movie. So I, I had, to, had to mention that just because it's it's absolutely amazing. And if you haven't seen it, whoever's listening, go watch it as soon it's as you so possibly good. can. Yeah. It, it, I think it is one of the most perfectly structured comedies of all time, too. I, I don't want to say why if you haven't seen it, no. but it's, oh, it's, it's great. great. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so those are our plugs this week. Yeah. And that i think does it for us yeah this week too i also just realized that you're wearing your air Herc hat was that deliberately chosen because of no i <laughs> didn't the, realize the, it's just because i hat connection. that i wear okay. and i didn't comb my hair before this <laughs> Oh, i love how you think you need to cover your hair before you come here it's not here it's just leaving my house okay i was like i'm literally sitting in a tank top that's fine so it's your house yeah you didn't have to leave that's true you should just be grateful i put pants on yeah well, i'm very grateful <laughs> yeah you should be but uh, that does it for us this week. We're back next week with I don't know the episodes, but I can look them up real fast. It's the last two, "Read My Lips," uh, with ooh, oh, and the Worry Man, the ventriloquist. Right? Oh, the vent-
1: <gasps> oh, oh, yay! Yes,
0: I didn't know that was happening. Oh, okay, now I'm very excited for next week. Yes, because it is uh, another Mad Hatter episode, but it is also. The Vengeful Quest, who is one of my favorite villains. Yeah. Oh, okay. And that's then that's, that's the end of season one, that's right? That's the end of season one. And then it's Mask of the Phantasm. Yeah. Two weeks. I know. Super excited for that. Gotta love that movie. Mm-hmm. I've already seen it twice as we've been recording this. Well, we saw it once together. Yeah, we saw it once in the theater with New okay. Beverly, which was awesome. But I've also watched it on my yeah. own. As we'll, well. we'll talk about that more later. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that'll be the next few weeks here. Uh, until then, you can find us at Tim Talk Pod on Facebook and Twitter. And Instagram, and I am at Lordifer on all those same things. I'm at Cameron.Dexter. And uh, thanks so much for listening, guys. Thanks, guys. Bye. The Nerdist School Network. For class and show information, visit NerdistSchool.com.